ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजय नरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजय मुदीर नष्टप्रायेश भद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवतीतमश्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवतम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ द लाइफ ऑफ अजामेला वर्स नंबर ट्वेंटी सेवन सम वर्तमानो अग्न सर्तमनो मृत्युकाले उपस्थिते मृत्युकाल उपस्थिते मतिं चकार तनये मतिं चकार तनये बाले नारायण वे सर्तमनो मृत्युकाल उपस्थिते मतिं चकार तनये बाले नारायण वे सर्तमनो मृत्युकाल उपस्थिते मतिं चकार तनये बाले नारायण वे वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग सह दैट अजामेला दस वर्तमान लिविंग अग्न foolish mrityukale when the time of death upasthite arrived matim chakara concentrated his mind tanaye on his son bale the child narayana ahvaye whose name was narayana translation and purport by his divine grace sri bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupada when the time of death arrived for the foolish ajamela he began thinking exclusively of his son narayana purport in the second canto of the shrimad bhagavatam शुकदेव गोस्वामी सैस एतावान्ख्ययोगाभ्यामपरिष्ठया जन्मलाभ परुंसाण स्मृति द हाइएस्ट पर्फेक्शन ऑफ ह्यूमन लाइफ अचीव्ड ईदर बाय कंप्लीट नॉलेज ऑफ मैटर एंड स्पिरिट बाय अक्वायरमेंट ऑफ मिस्टिक पावर्स और बाय परफेक्ट डिस्चार्ज ऑफ वंस ऑक्युपेशनल ड्यूटी 
is to remember the personality of Godhead at the end of life. Somehow or other, Ajamila consciously or unconsciously chanted the name of Narayana at the time of death and therefore he became all-perfect simply by concentrating his mind on the name of Narayana. It may also be concluded that Ajamela, who was the son of a Brahmana, was accustomed to worshipping Narayana in his youth because in every Brahmana's house there is a worship of the Narayana Shila. This system is still present in India. In a rigid Brahmana's house, there is Narayana Seva, worship of Narayana. Therefore, although the contaminated Ajamela was calling for his son, by concentrating his mind on the holy name of Narayana, he remembered the Narayana he had very faithfully worshipped in his youth. In this regard, Srila Sridhar Swami expressed his verdict as follows. Etaccha tad upalal lanadi Sri Narayana namocharana namocharana mahatmyena tad bhaktir evabhud iti siddhanto payogitvenapi drashtavyam. According to the Bhakti Siddhanta, it is to be analyzed that because Ajamela constantly chanted his son's name Narayana, he was elevated to the platform of Bhakti, although he did not know it. Similarly, Srila Veera Raghava Acharya gives his opinion. Evam Vartamanaha Sa Dvijaha Mrityukale Upasthite Satyagno Narayanakhe Putra eva matim chakara matim asaktam akarod iti arthaha. Meaning, although at the time of death he was chanting the name of his son, he nevertheless concentrated his mind upon the holy name of Narayana. Srila Vijayadvaja Tirtha gives a similar opinion. Mrityu kale deha viyoga lakshana kale. Mrityo Sarva Dosha Papa Harashya Hare Anugrahat Kale Datta Gyana Lakshane Upasthite Hridi Prakashite Tanaye Purna Gyane Bale Panchavarsha Kalpe Pradesha Matre Narayana Ahvaye Murti Vishesha Matim Smarana Smarth Samartham Chittam Chakara Bhaktyas Mared Iti Arthaha Directly or indirectly, Ajamila factually remembered Narayana at the time of death. Ante Narayana Svritihi. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. So this verse is talking about Ajamila when he is at the point of death. Mrityu kale upasthite and elsewhere also Prabhupada is quoting various references by Sridhar Swami, by Veera Raghava Acharya, all of them are giving their opinion. Mrityu kale upasthite, mrityu kale deha viyoga lakshana kale, mrityu. So what happened to Ajamila? at the time of death. 
Of course, he was very, very afraid. Anyone will be afraid at the time of death. In the previous verse, also it is mentioned that uh, about this particular thing, that he was almost about to die and at that time he called out the son's name, Narayana. He had that fortune of having a son whom he loved very much and he called out Narayana. And he saw very awkwardly facing persons with deformed body features coming and trying to catch him at the time of death. So in other words, at this point of time, Ajamila was filled with fear. Because he was about to die and nobody wants to die. Death is the only sure thing in this world. That's why it is said, as sure as death. But nobody wants death. Everybody becomes very, very afraid at the time of death. Today, the whole world, the news is of that city, Wuhan, where the deadly coronavirus has attacked and many people are dying and many thousands are infected. And why this has become a world news and a matter of grave, serious concern? Because it's a deadly virus and it is killing people. People have become so afraid in that place, Wuhan, that it's a panic situation. Actually, if you think about it, it is a virus, it's a disease, right? Now there are so many diseases existing and so many people are dying out of so many diseases. But this is catching attention because people are immediately dying. Of course our prayers goes to all those people and we sympathize with them and we pray to Lord Krishna to protect them. But the fact is death is very scary. Nobody wishes to die. The government has issued a public notice that nobody should leave the city of Wuhan because that's the epicenter. Many people are infected. They say about 6,000 people are infected. And if they leave the city of Wuhan, then the disease will spread to other parts of the city. So government has issued public notice warning them. And 3 lakh people have fled defying government warnings, notices, they have fled from the city to Shanghai. Why? Because they are fearful of death. And those people who have not been able to fled, they are begging, pleading the government, falling at their feet, please allow us to leave, otherwise we are afraid that we will die. And the government is not allowing them because government wants to control this whole epidemic. It's a very sorry, sad state of affairs. Scientists are racing with time to develop a vaccine for this coronavirus. Why? To prevent death. The government has made special plans to construct a hospital with 1,000 rooms in a separate part of the place, isolation rooms. Why? So that all these people who are having the symptoms can be put in that isolation room so that we can control death. So this is the arrangement that is taking place all because of the fear of death. Nobody wishes to die.
Actually, if you see one, in, uh, one important point, the total number of deaths that the government has reported so far is actually only 132 till yesterday. In seven days, 132 people have died out of this virus. And this is why it is making news. Had this virus spread without people dying, it would have been just okay. It's uh, some disease, so many diseases are there existing and this is just another disease. But because people are dying, it has caught our attention. In seven days, 132 people died. This number is catching our attention. Now it's so striking, just and people living in, and this virus is spreading also in different parts of the world. It is said that about in 13 countries, this virus has spread. And they are also concerned because it's very, very contagious. It just comes, if you're living in that environment, you will get it. So that is, it's not just something internal, it's a respiratory disorder and contagious. So if you're there in that environment, you will also get it. So people want to contain it. Now just think about it. If you look at the figures, 132 people died in seven days approximately, and it is creating a big news, it is striking us. But there is something even more serious, even more grave that doesn't strike us. What is that? Statistics show that every day 1,51,600 people die. 132 people died in seven days, it is catching our attention. But every day in the world, 1,51,000 people are dying, it is not catching our attention. And out of these 1,51,000 people, how many knew that they were going to die? Hardly a few, those who are terminally ill patient, rest of us we didn't know. So, this is not, we are thinking, oh there is a serious matter of concern, yes it is, no doubt. But an equally grave serious matter of concern is for others who, are, who have not yet met death but can meet death anytime. This should strike us. Just like that death is striking us. 132 people die. 1,51,000 should strike us. And today I could be one of them. Any day it may come. That is why Yudhishthira Maharaj when he was asked that what is the most striking thing in the world? He said that the most striking thing is Ahani ahani bhutani gachanti ha yamalayam sheshaha savaram ichanti kimasharyam atahparam. Ahani ahani bhutani day after day gachanti ha yamalayam bhutani every day, day after day, some souls are going to the kingdom of death. Yamalayam, yamalayam, yamaraj to the kingdom of but the most wonderful thing is that those people who have not yet met death are thinking that they will live forever. They are not thinking that they are also nearing. Why is the fear created? The fear is created because in, in Wuhan because people are dying. It's a matter of great concern. So similarly, it should be a matter of great concern for everyone. We are also going to die. And what am I doing? Am I preparing myself for death? 
our whole scriptures are inform our entire scriptures are informing us human life is very very valuable and it is meant for a specific purpose and that purpose of human life is to prepare ourselves to meet that death labdhva sudurlabham idam bahu sambhavante labdhva we have obtained this sudurlabha durlabha is rare sudurlabha is very rare we have all obtained a very very rare opportunity what is that rare opportunity that we have attained in this in, in this life this human form of life it is not attained so easily labdhva sudurlam it is very rarely attained after transmigrating through millions through you know many many species 84 lakh species millions and millions of birth one may attain a human form of life so labdhva sudurlabham idam bahu sambhavante it is obtained after bahu sambhavante sambhavante means after many many births it is obtained labdhva sudurlabham idam bahu sambhavante manushyam arthadam and this life that we have attained manushyam arthadam it is very very meaningful you may say it is anityam oh it is very short how how long is human life it is very short just a few years actually it is very short but even though it is very short anityam api dhiraha one who is dhira one who is sober he knows that human life is very rare it is meant for a very very special purpose and we should all pursue after that purpose with great endeavor in this verse two words are very important next line it says turnam yateta turna means because this human life is very rare turnam very quickly without wasting time without delay immediately turnam yateta yateta means we must endeavor just like yateta endeavor is a word which signifies the urgency the importance of the situation i may you may have some work and you may just be doing that work you know ordinary how we do our work but another thing is we have a work we have an important goal we have an important task to achieve and i am not just doing it i am endeavoring after it yateta satatam ki krishna is also using the same word in bhagavad gita satatam kirtayantu mam yatantascha dridhavra yatan yateta same word is used here yet and how we must endeavor yateta turnam yateta turnam yateta means with full focus with one pointed attention quickly immediately without delay we should endeavor turnam yateta napate anumrituya and you when how when can you endeavor only when you are in this human form of life you can endeavor you cannot make this endeavor of perfection krishna consciousness in any other forms of life it is possible only in this human form of life that is why it is very very rare because this human form of life provides us the rarest of the rare opportunity for turnam yateta napate anumrit nishreyasaya we should endeavor for what nishreyasaya nishreyasaya shreyas and prayas it is coming from that word nishreyasaya means 
endeavor urgently for the ultimate liberation for attaining perfection in our goal here also in the purport it is said prabhupada is mentioning in this or some one of the purports it is uh, mentioning so this is what we should be endeavoring how to make the human form of life how to make my life perfect so that at the time of death which is very fearful i am fearless because i've done my duty now i am not afraid of death people are afraid of death because they don't know where they are going to go they are going to lose their near and dear ones they are going to uh, you know everything is going to end but we know that the time of death is not the end i am going to be with the supreme lord i am going to be with god i am going to be with the supreme lord krishna i am my life will continue i will continue uh, my enjoyment will increase my enjoyment will be complete now is suffering people think death is suffering but actually death will not be suffering for those who have understood the signs of death just like prabhupad gave the example a kitten in the jaws of cat and a mouse in the jaws of cat the jaws of cat is death jaws so when a mouse is there on the jaws in the jaws of cat the mouse is so fearful because for mouse it is death it's going to it's it's going to die but a kitten child of the baby of the mouse is also in her mother's mouth in the same jaws as the mouse uh, 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 cat's mouth in the same jaws but the kitten is not afraid at all kitten knows for me it's pleasure mother is caressing me mother is you know she is massage she is she is loving me so similarly then this human form of life we have to somehow make this life perfect by doing what we are supposed to be doing in this human form of life and what are we supposed to be doing we should be thinking of krishna so here it is mentioned at the time of death the foolish ajamila because he had a one he had a son whose name was narayana he began thinking exclusively of his son narayana so this whole human life of human life turnam yateta nishreyasaya turnam yateta we should endeavor quickly for what how to think of krishna at the time of death is the only endeavor that we should be making in this human form of life serving god and thinking of god so that at the time of death i can think of him ajamila he was fortunate to have a son called narayana and he was very attached to the son narayana so he was calling out his son narayana but so whatever our attachments are whatever attachments we have developed during our life we will be thinking of those things at the time of death if you are too attached to something you will be thinking of something if you are too attached to some material objects will be thinking of those material objects so bhagavatam is teaching us how to be attached to krishna how to be attached to his holy name so that at the time of death we can think of krishna arjuna asks krishna many questions in the 8th chapter 8th chapter is the attaining the supreme he asks eight question and the eighth 
question seventh and the eighth question that arjuna asks is krishna how do we think about you at the time of death the most important question and krishna replies the first seven questions in about two verses and the last question how to think of krishna at the time of death krishna spends the whole chapter in just explaining how to think how you can think of me at the time of death this shows the importance of thinking about krishna and we cannot be thinking of krishna at the time of death if we are not trained ourselves to think of krishna to get attached of to get attached to krishna at this time when we are living that's why the whole human life is a training is a preparation how to think of him at the time of death so krishna is saying what does he say in the 8th chapter antakale chamameva smaran muktva kalevaram yah prayati samadbhavam yati nastyatra samshayah there is no assumption there is no doubt about this that if you are thinking of me at the time of death smaran muktva kalevaram you give up this body muktva kalevaram if you are thinking of me yah prayati samadbhavam from we leave this place and we directly go to that place of krishna so that's why we have to scriptures are constantly telling us so many thousands and thousands of verses constantly telling us reminding us to please think of krishna mold your life prabhupa says we should mold our activities in such a way that we can think of krishna 24 hours a day krishna is telling arjuna you think of me even while fighting mam anusmara yuddha cha so all throughout we have to be thinking of krishna somehow or other smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavyo na jatu chet so here in the purport prabhupada is writing somehow or other ajamila consciously or unconsciously chanted the name of narayana at the time of death ante narayana smriti somehow or other because he called out his son but he was chanting the name of narayana so somehow or other and because he did that therefore he became all perfect simply by concentrating his mind on the name of narayana just see how wonderful this is just by concentrating our mind on the name of narayana although ajamila did not you know uh, of course here in the purport it is also mentioned that because ajamila was worshiping narayana when he was a brahmana before he fell into this trap with that woman he would worship he would worship narayana and so he also thought of narayana but actually initially he just called out the name narayana loudly and the vishnu dutas appeared on the scene by hearing the name alone they were not knowing whether he is calling out to his son or to the lord narayana he called out loudly narayana and they appeared and prabhupada is writing here therefore ajamila became all perfect just see the wonderful the power of the holy name that one can become not perfect all perfect just by calling out the name narayana so similarly we also have this wonderful hari krishna mantra and we can all become all perfect just by chanting this name 
these 16 rounds, these holy names, hearing the sound very attentively. So Prabhupada is writing in another place, he is saying, what happens when we chant, when we hear, when we concentrate our mind in hearing the holy name? When we chant, we must hear the sound, we must concentrate our mind on the sound vibration. Ajamila, he called out Narayana, he was not thinking about the Lord, but he called out in a helpless manner. He did not chant pure holy names, but actually he chanted offenselessly in a sense, because in a very helpless state, because he was about to die and he's seeing three Yamaduka, Yamadutas are coming, he's about to die, he's about to lose his life and he's fearful. So in that helpless state, he called out Narayana. So similarly, our chanting should also be in that state of helplessness, feeling that I cannot do anything to myself. Just like you see in the Wuhan city, coronavirus, what everybody has become helpless. And they're trying to find a solution, unfortunate. So that is why helplessness is there. There's helplessness all over the world. No, they are all struggling, battling. Scientists are racing with time to de develop a vaccine. They are all helpless. But the solution is not known. In that state of helplessness, if somehow we can chant Krishna's name, life becomes perfect. Just like Draupadi, in a state of helplessness, she chanted Krishna and Krishna immediately appeared. As long as she was not very helpless, she was thinking that she can protect herself, Krishna didn't appear. So this is what we have. When we are chanting, the chanting should be in a state of helplessness. We should be thinking that no one but Krishna can protect me. No one, nothing else but the holy name can protect me. While chanting, because the mind is going in so many places, we are thinking of this, we are thinking of that. So it's not in a state of helplessness. State of helplessness means urgency. Turnam yateta. Only something, just like when there is fire in the, in the building, Everybody is not thinking of anything else but how to exit, how to evacuate. Everybody is helpless. Everybody is trying to help each other. That state of helplessness. That is why Prabhupada termed very wonderful phrase, chanting is the genuine cry of the child for the mother. That is the kind of chanting. I am just crying, I am just praying to the Lord, Lord please help me. So Prabhupada is saying, when we chant in this way, in that state of helplessness, concentrate, and what is that state of helplessness? You may think, okay, it's a feeling, I, how will I, I, I don't have that state of helplessness feeling right now. It's difficult to, you can't put it up, it has to be natural, right? Something else, we can, we can exhibit a state of helplessness because we are attached to something. So the state of helplessness naturally comes about. Like if I am, you know, attached to something, I am not getting, I will be very helpless to get that thing. But here I am not attached to Krishna. So how do I exhibit my state of helplessness towards, you know, and, and cry for Krishna? So very simple. That state of helplessness will come in when we simply do this simple thing of concentrating our mind on the sound vibration. That's, that we can do. Because right now we are all filled up with anarthas. It's, we are all in the anartha nivritti state. So that helplessness will not come. Attachment to Krishna will not come. So at that time, little struggle is required. Prabhupada says in one of his talk, up to the stage of anartha nivritti, there will be struggle. 
because so much of contamination, so much of conditioning, so much of desire, so much of anarthas, so it will take time. So some struggle will be there up to that stage. After that, it's different. So when we are concentrating our mind and hearing, then what will happen? Prabhupada is writing in one letter. If you do that, everything will be revealed one after another. What is Krishna? Who am I? The form of Krishna, the qualities, pastime. This is the way of cultivating spiritual realization. This is the way of cultivating spiritual realization. What is the way of cultivating spiritual realization? Simply concentrate your mind in hearing the holy name. That's all that we need to do. And if we do that one thing, Prabhupada is writing, everything will be revealed to you, one after the other. So that is why this is so important for us that morning chanting time, the 16 rounds, we are completely focused on this. Tasmad ekena manasa bhagavan satvatam patihi shrotavya kirtitavya shadheya pujya shanit. Tasmad ekena manasa, one pointed attention. Knowing that everything else will be revealed one after the other. And this is the process for cultivating spiritual realization. No other process. Cultivate, that's right. Cultivating means you have to practice, you have to develop. It's not something overnight it will happen. Cultivation takes some time. And when we do this, then Ante Narajanmalabha Parapumsam Ante Narayana Smritihi will automatically happen. So, that is why uh, there's another place here Prabhupada is writing in this purport. According to Bhakti Siddhanta, it is to be analyzed that because Ajamila constantly chanted his son's name, because all throughout his life he was Narayana, come here, Narayana, come sit with me, Narayana, play with me, Narayana, eat with me, Narayana, I want to feed you, Narayana. Like that, he constantly chanted the son's name, Narayana. He was elevated to the platform of Bhakti, although he did not know it. See, the wonderful effect of chanting the holy name of Narayana, even without his knowledge, he was slowly being elevated to the platform of bhakti. It is just like when we are sick, we are simply taking some medicine. We don't know that medicine. What is the potency of the medicine? How it will act? Even without our knowledge of our medicine, we are getting cured. Because we are taking that medicine. So similarly, in the case of Ajamil also, the similar thing worked. He was unknowingly taking that medicine. And that is why it worked. Prabhupada uses very nice words to explain what this medicine is. We have discussed this earlier. Suppose you fall sick. Some big sickness has come, serious sickness. Now you need to be given medicine immediately. Suppose it's night 12 o'clock and there's no doctor available. Sometimes a first aid and immediate some medicine, a first medicine will be given, right, by your father or mother and then later they will take you. So chanting Hare Krishna is the first medicine that we have to all take. 
Now you may think, okay, my father, I have been given this first medicine, but whether it's the right medicine or not, because the doctor, when you go home, when you go to the hospital, they may change the medicine and give you a better medicine. No. Although chanting Hare Krishna is the first medicine, it is the right medicine. It's a first medicine, it's a right medicine. And sometimes you may be getting the right medicine, it is the medicine for that disease, but for some bodies, you know, sometimes it may not act. It may not be like, an, you know, in the medicines there is something known as the active ingredient, which should be actually acting in your body. This medicine of chanting Hare Krishna is an active medicine. It will act on every person, irrespective of the disease. Some medicines are not active in a particular disease or in a particular state, although the disease is there because he has some other complications. So it is the first medicine, it is the right medicine, it is the active medicine, it is the best medicine. There is no other better medicine than chanting Hare Krishna. And that is why Prabhupada says, this is the only medicine. And there is no other medicine. Just imagine, think about it. If medical science can develop a medicine, which is only one medicine for all diseases, and for all patients, our drug houses will be empty. There will be not such a big elaborate arrangement, only one medicine. And they will receive a Nobel Prize for medicine. We have de developed a medicine which is the best medicine, which is the right medicine, which is the only medicine, which is the active medicine, which is, and there is no other medicine. And we have that medicine with us. This medicine is chanting of the holy names of Krishna. And this medicine is such a sweet medicine. It is not uh, something which is bitter, it is appearing bitter to us because we have not developed attachment for Krishna. But if we just chant this medicine with this full faith, yes, this one thing only, nothing else can protect me. I just take this medicine and I am completely safe. I will become all perfect. Entire knowledge will be revealed to me one after the other. What a wonderful medicine, what a wonderful goal. We are all, everybody is concerned in this, everybody is concerned to have a good health, to be healthy, to, you know, to be in knowledge, to be, uh, so this one medicine can restore not just our material health, our spiritual health, our mind will be healthy, our intelligence will be sharp. And if mind is healthy, if mind intelligence is sharp, oh, they will be so happy. Actually, the entire disease is in the mind. Apart, there's a bodily disease, there's a mental disease, and it is said that the mental disease is more severe than the bodily disease. 90% of the bodily disease comes from the mental disease. So this mantra can completely free the mana, the mind. And not just the mind, it can give us... So free, making the body free from diseases and making the mind strong, making the mind stable, it's just a byproduct of this mantra. Actually, the mantra can give us something very, very sublime, and that is love of Krishna. This we 
this love of krishna is so so nice it's like it's it's an ocean of pleasure it's an ocean of ananda so we have such a wonderful opportunity in this very difficult age that we are living in in kali yuga where we are constantly faced with threats with fears with so many disturbing situations that's why it is samsara dhavanala we have we are so fortunate to have received this such a wonderful simple sweet medicine a simple cure just by chanting the hare krishna mantra we can be freed from all these troubling situations we can become peaceful and we can prepare ourselves go, to go back to godhead so this should be our goal ante na janma labha parah pumsam the ultimate labha of life for whom for human beings because it's only meant for human ante narayana smriti so we have a very serious work we should be endeavoring we should be putting all our time energy effort fully focused in this one thing how to remember krishna at the time of death and it all begins with concentrating our mind in hearing the holy name with this if we do this one after the other everything will be revealed and we will become all perfect this is the message of bhagavatam this is the message of gita this is the message of all the scriptures we will end here grantra shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhupad ki tai gaur bhim